0: Speaking of impressions, who, what, who's the best impression y'all have ever seen? Like, what's what's the best impression? What's the impression that's so good that you like looked at the original person like, nah, you not you not him or her no more. They're you now.
1: Oh, huh, huh. I'm trying to think of one that might be off the wall because of course we've seen like the Jay Pharoahs and the Jamie Foxes and those like take, that. I'm going
0: to take some low-hanging fruit right now and I, I don't care if it's cheap. I'm going to take it anyway. Um, I dead ass did not know that Tina Turner was Tina Turner because of how good Angela Bassett is. <laughs> like I saw an actual <laughs> picture of Tina Turner one day and I'm like Who's that lady what? that
1: they're calling? You, you, you the know party? what? That's low-key kind of facts is when you kids, all you really seen is the movie. Like, you went and banged a Tina Turner music videos like I that. I mean, but
0: the, the thing is, but the thing is, though, like Michael Jackson, right? We all saw the American Dream, right? Like, everybody, parents made them sit down and watch that show. Right. Like, all oh, 12 parts of it. Like, we all saw it. None of us was like, that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> Y'all ever seen Flex Washington play Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I give y'all another good one, actually, bro. She got a couple movies though. Um, the Whitney Houston movies, like you know, like we knew Whitney, but she never did get old to look completely different. The new one, she she think she did a real good job where hey, she stop uh, it. Really? She did that good. I never yeah, saw the movie. I ain't so seen like, it. bro, I ain't a big Whitney Houston guy, but I was like, When I when I did my research after I watched it. She actually, you know, she did the the, the attic, all that stuff she did kind of to the T. Like, like I'm talking like fiend behavior, all that
0: type of shit. Bobby Brown beating her up and doing all she, she hit like, the I love you, Bobby, in full. Bruh, fun.
1: bruh. bruh you, like, you know, you know what? I got mine. I don't know the person's name, but I only think of it because first time I heard it, I wasn't looking at my phone like I wasn't paying attention. Y'all ever seen the girl on Instagram that be impersonated Beyonce?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I think that might. I think that might be one. I gotta find it. Hey, her voice is kind of crazy. Because like, I, I really thought that was Beyonce. Talk- I'm like, wait, what? Why would Beyonce? Oh, this is this is a random person. This is a random person. It's, it, I think that the, the Tina Turner was also contributed to by the fact that like when Tina was hot, like film was not that hot. Like it wasn't like she right. would on TV regularly for us to like see her and like be like. Another one, Jamie Foxx's Ray was crazy. Like Jamie Foxx's Ray was so good, I was like, I saw Ray Charles and was like, "You're not him for real no more." Hey, like you kind of got to give it
2: up, bro. Like this movie a little messed up, but uh, you know, Radio was built like kind of on somewhat of a true story. But Cuba Gilton B- Jr. did a
0: great job. Like, like, oh no, 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 that's that's a super true story. So yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, so listen, Josh. Just swallow your water, please. Swallow your water, because it's gonna get crazy. Um, so radio from South Carolina, right now. For those of you who don't know, I played at NC State. Now our pipeline states are North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. One of my best friends, one of my uh, one of my best teammates. That you know, we this me and him thickest thieves all through college. A guy named Mike Rose. He played in South Carolina their school apparently played radio school like they were rivals. And this man used every slur in the book to describe radio because he was like, radio talk, all the stuff in the world, everything you could imagine he could say, he'll say it. You think the camera crazy, man, they ain't got nothing on radio. And I'm like, what? And he like, yeah, I mean, that movie was terrible. I ain't never. One. I'm like... <laughs> Yo, what is radio doing traumatizing these kids to the point where like they hate this man? But he, he called up his teammate because I was like, bro, there's no way that the guy that a good and play was like that. He called up his teammate and he said, hey, man, what you think about radio? The first thing that came out of my mind, man, F radio. I said, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, what is going on down there? Hey, we got to no. get Mike Rose back on the show, bro. I think that was oh, our best episode. Absolutely. Bro. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's. That. Oh, I forgot Mike Rose was on the show, man. Yeah. Love Mike. Love yeah. my guy. Love my guy. We got our back. He He's a two-time dad and a husband now. So oh, we, man. Yeah. Man, it's a lot yeah. happened since, since yeah. the pod launch. Yeah. Man. there's been a lot going on man. there's been a lot going on but Mike I know you listening to this up there in Canada love you boy hey it was it was great playing with you I hope uh, we need to talk again soon Mike we need to talk again soon but you know who don't need to talk again soon Bradley Bill and that fan whose hat he slapped off You know who probably never needs to talk again? Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. He has axed out. He has requested a trade. He no longer wants to play for the organization and followed it up with a series of tweets. You know who also may never need to speak again? All the talking heads who said NIL was going to make it so that Kentucky was in a national championship every year because we have the blue blood basketball school of FAU in the final four this year. Folks, we got a great show for y'all. Y'all boys ready for this? Ready for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the weave with the Facts Over Axe crew. We got the master, that makes a master in the building, Josh Guyton. That is I. We got the money man, the man, to parent, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, folks, Lamar Jackson allegedly asked for a trade on March 2nd. Almost a month ago at this point, as is the beginning of the month, we're at the 28th. this thing is almost over. What do y'all think is this relationship repairable and and where do you think he lands if he does get traded
1: oh so i I don't even think it's a conversation or whether or not it's repairable that 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 relationship wasn't repairable uh way before we heard he requested a trade once once Baltimore came out and said we're not paying you." Once Lamar Jackson said, knew he didn't have to trust the organization. Once they didn't give him enough pieces. Once he spent that many seasons there, and his best offensive weapon was Hollywood Brown, that relationship had been long gone. Um, I I don't think it's repairable, and honestly. I'm not sure where he goes. I think it's a best bidder kind of situation like this because a lot of teams this off season, it seems like any team without a quarterback has made it a priority. Like, yeah, I need to either go get a quarterback or are we making it a priority to draft a quarterback. So I don't want to see another season where Lamar is sitting out. But this relationship is not uh, is not repairable, and if he doesn't get traded, I don't see him playing a game another game in a Baltimore jersey. Hmm.
0: Okay. All right. So you think he's gonna uh, sit it out if they don't trade him? You think he's gonna be a late so. situation? I think so. I would too. Okay, Chris. What you thinking? Is this relationship repairable?
2: Ah, you know what? It's not repairable. But the Lakers. I mean, the Ravens. Sorry, the Ravens messed up. Let me tell you why. They let this go on way too long. Couple reasons here, right? For one, not a world know it's messy. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give y'all a crazy analogy, right? You know, you you and your girl on paper or in the public, y'all can look like y'all the best couple ever, right? And it be drama free still. You know, y'all still know y'all working on stuff. But as soon as everybody in the friend group know you and your girl having problems, they like, hey, bro, you gotta leave her alone. Hey, home girl, you gotta leave her, him alone. <laughs> you know, then it get messy. So now the raven's in a situation where everybody know how messy it's, it's, it is. It's,
0: it's, it's when Shorty get on get on uh, Facebook and IG dropping all them posts about knowing self-worth and like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to accept less than I'm worth again. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, ooh, so so That's when the Ra- scary <laughs> hours start. That's when hey, the listen, scary hours start, listen, brother. The, the, the
2: Ravens in that, that realm now where they like, hey, man, we sorry. We don't tell nobody we did this to you, man. Please. Oh, no. So now every team know they're going to be desperate to get him up out of there. So... Gives if I, if you're an owner or a GM for one of these football teams, why are you making a, a Grand Slam offer for Lamar? I'm not. I'm going to wait till he sit out five games. Y'all still got to pay him. Then y'all come begging me, please just give us two second-round picks and a third-round pick for him. Please. He costed us $130 million. I, Please come get him. I'm going to beg you to take Lamar Jackson off my hands. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they they let this go on too long. They could have got this over with. When Gibbs, it was early early in the season last year they could have got this yeah, over. Yeah, about you know? week six,
0: week seven. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, man. Nah. You know what's, You know what's really crazy about the Lamar Jackson saga with the Ravens? I have long believed that the Ravens are a well-run, serious franchise, and they have been. Since their inception, pretty much. Their first ever draft picks? Two Hall of Famers. One, some undersized linebacker by the name of Ray and Jonathan Ogden. That's Ray Lewis, of course, folks. (laughs) Two home runs. Very serious organization. But then you look down their list of quarterbacks. I'm going to name you their all-time leading uh, passers, okay? Joe Flacco, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Bowler. Vinny Testaverdi, Steve McNair, who only played there for, I believe, two years. Tony Banks, another guy who played there for two years. And then Elvis Gerbach, who played there for a year. These last three, I don't think that y'all know, have heard of any of them. Anthony Wright, have y'all ever heard of him? I didn't know Tony Banks. I was, ain't that my man from G-Unit? Wow. wow. <laughs> Eric Zier, have y'all ever heard of him? No. All right, now this one y'all might've actually heard of, but just not in this context. Jeff Blake, y'all ever heard of him? Only because I play Madden. He was a super bust. God, God bless his heart. Oh, so unfortunate. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Uh, I'm sorry, actually, I'm thinking of the wrong Blake. What well, wrong Jeff Blake, yeah. Anyway, that, that's how like bad their quarterbacks are. Like the guy who is a secondary guy to a bust is one of their top 10 passes of all time. This, this is getting very unserious. Pay the man what he wants. You've seen that the offense gets two times better with him in it. Pay the man what he wants. And I know that everybody's upset about the whole, oh, well, you, if you make it all guaranteed. Listen, at the end of the day, there are... I. Everybody keeps asking, do you think Lamar can win a Super Bowl? And that's the bar, right? I think the answer should be a resounding yes. If you can lead the team to 14 wins... With Willie Sneed as your wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah. You can win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? What are we... This is not a a, a serious thing happening here. It it just doesn't make sense to me to even argue that, like, the Baltimore shouldn't pay him. Because I'm going to tell you this. If you say it handicaps them from building the rest of that roster, well, what have they built while Lamar's on his rookie deal? Yeah. I mean, somebody tell me about the dynamic offensive weapons that they've given him while he's on this rookie deal It's like, we can't pay you more. Mark Andrews? Is that it? They they didn't want to make Orlando Brown a left tackle or pay him as such, so he left. Uh, I mean, they gave him running backs,
2: two solid running backs. Not great, but solid running backs you talking about the two that's coming off ACL tears, both of them? I mean, I'm saying that that happened, unfortunately, but they, they put effort into the running back
0: category when it comes to those two. They fell into Gus Edwards. Nobody knew Gus Edwards was going to be that good. But yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you J.K. Dobbins because they took him high enough to where, like, right, yeah. makes sense, I mean, makes uh, sense. It makes the, sense that t- The intent for yeah. the running backs was there. 100%. So, I mean, listen, I'll say this. The intent for every position was there. Marquise Brown, Josh knew as high as they did. They thought he was going to be great. Uh, Rashad Bateman, grabbed him as high as he did. You didn't know that he was going to get hurt. At least with Bateman, it's like you didn't know he was hurt. Marquise Brown, that man, you know, for every everybody likes to talk about, oh, well, he was bad this year because he got hurt. DeAndre Hopkins started the year suspended. Marquise Brown was on the Cardinals for the, basically the entire offseason. He was there all throughout training camp, all that stuff. He was slotted as the number one receiver for the Cardinals until DeAndre Hopkins came back with Kyler Murray healthy. And what happened there? What did he do? Nothing. Zilch. Zilch. <laughs> he, he, he didn't piss a drop. Like, at the end of the day, I watched that Lions game where, um, well, what's his name? What's the kicker's name? Help me out. Justin Tucker hit that. Hit the NFL record, what was it? 60 60 66. <laughs> 62. Either either way it goes. I watched 60 that plus. Game. The 60 plus yarder be hit. That game should have never been that close if it wasn't for Hollywood Brown. That man dropped three touchdowns that all hit him on the hands. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like you can say what you want, but that man has made it. He has he has made a way. Out of absolute nothing, out of absolute zero, and y'all don't want to pay him? Hey, that's between y'all and y'all. That's Again, you're going to get what you deserve, and nobody's going to feel bad for you. Nobody's going to feel bad for you. You, Your backups are knockoff brands of Lamar, and nobody's going to feel bad for you. Nobody say so Lamar and, some, and a dicky fit. <laughs> oh, no, 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 There's so like it's like Lamar is great Kool-Aid and uh Huntley is uh Wilers okay. He's great drink. He's a little hug juice where you gotta poke a hole in the aluminum foil to get in there. He's that's who he is. Like, come on, what are we doing here? The way, a quarter I, had one, hug. I had one of those the other day and I was like, ew, has it always <laughs> tasted like this? It has, man. You just got older, man. Yeah. You, you I, I was so disgusted. I'm like, bro, this is terrible. But yeah, no, I, I think the Ravens are gonna pay for this. But the Colts said they're gonna kick the tires. They said they're gonna look into acquiring them. And they, that's that's the thing that's going on there. So do y'all how would y'all what do y'all think would happen if Lamar goes to the Colts?
1: Um I think that the Colts have enough pieces to where they can make some noise. Lamar is a, a top tier enough quarterback to where if you get a team, if you get a team like Indiana um, who finished, they were what, four, four and 12, five and Five and eleven, something like Some that. Some along those lines, because yeah, they tied the game. But if you're looking at the division, at the top of that division is Jacksonville, who could possibly have a better season. But I think that that division is open up for grabs. If you take Lamar, if you take Lamar uh, on top of Jonathan Taylor, is still there, right?
0: Yeah, Jonathan Taylor still there.
1: That, that's the best offensive weapon that that man will ever had, and you still got Pittman over there. Those are mm-hmm. th- two the two best offensive weapons that Lamar would have had in his entire career. Yeah. So I think, and, and, I think that division is open for a W. And I'm going to
0: tell you this, that defense too, ooh-wee, ooh-wee, like, that's, you're going to be looking at something crazy. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this, since Andrew Luck retired, they have had a different starting quarterback for game one every single year. You sure up stability at a position where you need stability. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think the price would be that high. Based on the fact that, like, realistically, if he said he's not playing for y'all no more, what are you going to do? Like, would you rather let mm-hmm. him walk for nothing to prove a point or let him go for something? I think everybody learned from the magic, if a player don't want to be there no more, you-, you get better get something in return. Yeah. Because if you let them leave all right, if you let this contract, if you say, hey, he don't want to sign the franchise tender and he just walks clean in free agency next year, honestly, you should be looked at as a joke for the rest of your career as a GM. And Ozzie Newsom would have to un-retire to come undo some of this crap that y'all have done. And let that man retire. The Wizard of Oz has been great for years. He was a great tight end in the 80s. He, he, he was a great GM all through the 90s and the 2000s. Let that man <laughs> retire in peace. Let him go off the greener pastures. He's not trying to be the GM no more, but y'all not trying to pay one of the most electric players in the game. Shame on you, Ravens. Shame on y'all. Also, allegedly, Dan Campbell came out and said, we have a quarterback and a good one, so we at the Lions don't want him. And I said, that can't be true. That that just cannot be true. I've been looking it up all day, <laughs> I'm, trying to find out that that was a lie. And uh, it just— I mean, I, it,
1: I, I, didn't, I didn't hear him get on record and say that, but at the same time, I wouldn't be mad if my Lions didn't give any,
0: give anything up for Lamar. Hey, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Two, two first. Get, get out of here. Yes! Give up them two for.
2: Let me, I, I think, bro, you got to remember Gibbs a Lamar fan, bro. Like, like that's Lamar. What? Lamar, has, I like Lamar too. I like Lamar too, but we ain't, Gibbs been advocating for Lamar since Lamar got to the league.
0: Can I, can I just ask y'all a question? Can I just ask y'all a question? And, and I'm not even like joking here. I'm not even joking here, right? If somebody told, gave you his blind resume, right? Said a quarterback, that's uh, a former unanimous MVP, 26 years old. And we know how long quarterbacks play, but even if we said he's not going to have that type of longevity because of his style of play and said that he's going to have five more years of being who he is, who took a team to 14 wins with a tight end and a slot receiver who ran 4 six as his number one guy. Was coming to your team for two. How much you think the Jets gonna give up for one year of Aaron Rodgers? Maybe two tops. Uh, you, and you're telling but, but me there's a give reason up two why the first? Jets are
1: the Jets, and I know the Lions are the Lions, but th-
2: I feel like the Lions ain't hurting if they take them. They ain't. They. I mean, they gain. If they if they if they ain't hurting if they don't take them and they ain't gaining that much. By taking them because they're already in the upper trajectory. You got here's
0: here's my thing. If you give them, if you give the Ravens back golf and a first, I think they'll take that. I think they'll take that because think about it this way: in order for them to deny that, they'd have to get something better. Who's going to give them something better? A plug and play quarterback from day one that you you know, like he's not going to do nothing crazy. He's not going to throw for five thousand yards, but he's also not going to be terrible like your team is now not playing themselves out of games because he's there What? why wouldn't they why wouldn't they do that because again he could walk for nothing in a year that's true um, so would you give up golf in the first would you be upset at golf
1: in the first no I wouldn't be upset at golf in the first
2: I say that's I'm, the right bond price, but if you got to
0: yeah. give up more than that, I don't know. I feel you, and I agree to that. I agree that if you got to give up golf and multiple firsts for a guy that's going to hit free agency anyway, and as he hits free agency, this team's trajectory is like—I mean, that—that's just the reality. Aiden Hutchinson is only going to get better with another. I'm year. saying the oh, Lions have been a,
1: doing a really good job drafting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up Listen, two firsts.
0: Jamison Williams looks like a dog. He looks like an. Animal out there. That defense is getting better. They they start to pick it up toward the end of the season. I'm not if to me, if you give up the two first, you trade Jared Goff somewhere else for like a second and a third, maybe just a third, whatever. And you know what I mean? Or maybe two thirds, and you move on from there. But you you get some picks back, may not be first rounders, of course, but at the end of the day, with the way we've been hitting. Our sixth-round linebacker has turned out to be a really good starter for us. Shout-out to Rodrigo. We love you, baby. But anyway, that's – that's you know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I, I ain't mad at it. But anywho, we're going to move on because clearly y'all not feeling me on the Lamar talk. Y'all leaving me out here on the cold. I like hey, Nicole, Lamar. Lamar I would love to see Lamar on the
1: Lions, but not, not for that asking price. Especially – and I, I'm not – it was a point on this show when I was calling Jared Goff the worst quarterback in Lions history. But with the system that they've had, him in, mean, as long as he's not throwing over 15 yards, Jared Goff is a, is a good quarterback. Just keep hey, it within we, 15 yards. You know? Hey, we we had Joey Harrington. Like, and that was like during our formative years when
0: we watched Joey Harrington.
1: No, man, I, I've seen that first year. I saw Jared Goff throw some bad passes, man.
0: I mean, sure, but like Joey Harrington was so bad. Like Joey Harrington was so bad. Like We had uh Dan
1: Orlowski.
0: Bro, oh my we god. had Drew Stanton. Oh my god. Drew Stanton was listen, he was bad. Right, but Lions like, quarterbacks were so bad.
1: John Kitten, John Kittner looked like Tom Brady. John Kittner compared not, to the mother he quarterback. He's not in the
0: conversation for yeah. first Lions quarterback. I don't think he's in the conversation. I don't know. Dan Orlowski ran out the back of the end zone willingly. And like thought the play was still going too. Like Somebody get that man the map. <laughs> that's just, you know. But um, no, that's that's listen, I'm sorry, but I I I ain't on the, the bandwagon of we got a quarterback in a good one. Maybe that's just me. But we're gonna go from uh Lamar to Lamarche madness. Folks, we have a final four that I don't think anybody predicted. I don't think they said out of 2 million brackets, there were approximate or exactly, I believe, 32 or 33 that picked mm. this final four. And I didn't final, have one
1: of those four.
0: And this final four being San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and UConn. Fellas, what does this say about college basketball? And do you think it's bad for college basketball or good for college basketball to have some parity to where these are teams outside of UConn That for the most part, nobody thinks of when they talk college basketball. So what this says about college basketball is that the
1: Internet is a powerful place because I feel like we live in an age where, I mean, of course, you look at the programs like UConn at some point in time has kind of been that program. But if you look at the top programs, those are the ones that usually got the most exposure. Those are the ones that, uh, you know, players tended to go towards. Because they wanted to get that exposure. They wanted to get scouted. And when, you know, social media was a newer thing, they wanted to be on the Internet. The way the Internet has changed, that is the most talented players already have a following. They already play a U-ball. They've already played in these tournaments. They already have hoops, mixtapes out. So they're going to the place that's most convenient for them. And they're going to the place. Where, yo, you I can start immediately or I'm in this kind of system. I can go ahead and get my bucket so I can get more clips on socials. I'm going to get scouted regardless because a lot of scouts are using the internet instead of some old dude with a clipboard sitting in the stands. Hmm. Think think of, think of the, the three of the four schools. What do all of those have in common?
2: they never been that far before. <laughs> they warm.
0: <laughs> you know, I didn't think
1: about it. They got that. a good party culture. I didn't think about that. So players can go where they comfortable. They can go where they warm. They can go where it might be some extracurricular activities, and they can still hoop and get the exposure that they need to. And the um, the I'm sorry, the what is the, the nil? Is that the name of it? Nil, yeah, nil. They don't have to worry about it because these top schools offering you bread. But if you got this following, if you want socials, some brand or somebody is gonna come and offer you some bread, regardless of where you go, because of your presence on social media, as opposed to you going to play for John Calipari and he offering uh to buy your mama a car when you know 15 years ago if you would have went to San Diego State they gym capacity is uh 2,000 students so they don't have that extra bread to spend for you to come to their school but now players aren't worried about that you,
0: you, you know, know I'm gonna tell you this if you watch those the U uh, the U 30 for 30s Miami done had NIL for a long time. You understand? <laughs> you understand? Hey, hey, they done had IL for a long time, boy. They was, them boys was getting paid in the shade for quite some time. But you know, I do love how Uncle Luke put it though. He said, listen, you think I'm gonna feel bad about giving a guy a couple dollars so he don't break into somebody's house? So he ain't stealing the, rad- the radios out your car? Remember when that was the thing? Remember when stealing car radios was the thing? Boy, that was a wild <laughs> time. But yeah that mean, hey, you know, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. So you know, but uh, no, I, I do, I do get you. I do get you there, Chris. What do you think about this final four, man? Is it a good thing, bad First, thing? What you think?
2: First, I gotta shout out them FAU Isles. My little brother go there, so shout out to them. Uh, it's a parade mm-hmm. inside their city right now.
0: It's a parade. It's a parade inside their city. city, right it's it's inside their city. city. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a parade inside their
2: city. <sighs> you know, this tells me everything that I need to know, right? And guy, now you have a great, great argument, guy. But here's here's my thought process on this whole thing, right? College basketball can now have storylines, right? Yeah. You can now have a storyline for college basketball. Look at North Carolina; they won the whole tournament last year and didn't get invited back this year, right?
0: But they went to the, the final four. They didn't win it. They went oh, to the final. They, or they I'm went sorry, to the national championship. They went, they to, went to national, th- lost to yeah, Kansas. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. They went to national championship. Oh, and good. They didn't get it good. invited this time.
0: Right? Anytime I get to take a dig at UNC, it's kind of obligated as an NC State grad that I do so. Go proceed. Proceed.
2: Yeah. 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 So, uh, or this can also backfire, right? So, storylines is good for narrative, good for exposure for NCAA basketball. It's good to build some revenue, right? But This can All also right. backfire, right? Think about this, right? How excited are y'all to watch the play in this year for NBA? Oh, I'm extremely. Excited. I'm, I'm pretty I think excited.
0: This is gonna be one of the best. I think this is gonna be one of the best play in.
1: Yeah, because because I, I think the, the past play ins we saw teams where we knew who was going to come out, but this is the first year. I feel like it's a okay, toss up okay, in both okay. conferences.
0: And not only that, the teams on the back end of the play in it was like y'all kind of don't gain anything by winning here, right? <laughs> Let's cool okay. it, brother.
2: Cool right, it. But okay, so I agree. That's the same way I feel. But but. The 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 reason why you're excited about it is because a lot of teams that aren't usually into playing are into playing this year, right? That's why, right? Yeah, true. Okay, so now when it becomes um, upset paradise, like the NCAA tournament has, it Mm -hmm. becomes like, what's the point of even seating these teams anymore? You know, like what's the point of the tournament anymore? Hey, I'll I'll tell you, this
0: was the this was the first year that no one seed made it past the Sweet Sixteen. This is the exactly. first year, since yeah. nineteen seventy something. that
2: so? So now this 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 could backfire because now it's like, what's the point of really watching that? Because it's gonna be a team I never heard of winning all the time. Just think about, just think about this, right? What if, what if? Well, let me think of a team. What if the Brooklyn Nets? Well, they still in it because they had a good season. But what if? Uh, give me a team that's sucking the league. What if the Rockets right now, and I know that's that's my team. But what if the Rockets right now was like went to the playoffs? You would be like, man, I ain't really like who start over there again. You know what I mean? have a
0: I have a personal stance against Jalen Green. Whenever he's on TV, I will turn the channel. <laughs> Just let know.
2: So so well, you you, know. you wouldn't really be that eager to watch because it's like a bunch of people you don't know who they are are gonna be there. So. This could backfire for college basketball. I think they should do something quick. Not make you all the top seeds, but maybe eliminate the seeding. Or also maybe put more at stake for this tournament. Make it a double elimination because I tell you right now, if you gave Purdue a second chance, they are gonna get the ball to the seven five guy. They got down low that Yao Ming Junior. They gonna get the ball to him down low the second time around.
1: By the way, just to interject a little bit, he gonna be a scrub if he goes to the league.
0: Oh, I mean, who, uh, who the guy from Purdue? Yeah, Zach. You talking about Zach? I mean, yeah, yeah. He, I, I, he's ashamed to be junior. Like, let's let's just be. <laughs> That's
2: yeah, rough. You know, What I'm saying is, if you, if you make it double elimination, now you got some excitement. So now uh, the number one seed can get knocked off, and they got to play. Let's say they got to play every day to get to the championship, while the other teams can still play every weekend. They got to play every day against teams that also have lost. You know, now you've got more of a mystery. Now you got like, you could have a comeback story now. But I think if this keeps happening, it's going to be like, what's the point of seeing teams? And what's
0: the point of kind of making this a big tournament? But Chris, you have lost your lima bees, brother. What? That's what makes March Madness worth watching. <laughs> yeah. One minute you think that everything is aesthetic Next thing, Farley Dickerson shows up. Like, that's why you're watching. <laughs> That's I why you, I mean us says it kind of annoying after a while though. It's like,
2: bro, why these good teams keep losing? Like I don't. It's like,
0: Chris, you're the first person to ever say that. Up. Cut off, did, did Gibbs cut off yeah, for you, Chris? Yeah, Gibbs cut out. Gibbs cut out. Yeah. <laughs> he was
2: about to get on my case nah we can't hear
1: you <laughs> we, we, we can't hear you <laughs> But I can't tell if his mic cut out because his take was too
2: spicy or because <laughs> <laughs> he's about to say something crazy but I mean I, I, I get your point though Guy. I get your point though because I mean at the end of the day people can go to a random school and, and they can hoop they can get their money get their cloud up and still be at a fun school with their extracurricular activities. And and
1: also uh the Socrates got a, got an interesting point if you look at um you know the the best teams in the NBA or if you look at the best players across the country give still can't hear you. Um most of those, you know, most of those players are are foreign semi pro things like that. So if you if you take that into account it's not a lot of American players that's going through that college system. Even if you look at like the American players that have had some kind of, you know, um, cloud or anything going into um, going into the NBA, a lot of them have been, yo, we, we went through this route or we played in the G league or we played
2: overseas. Right. And, and for, still no Gibbs. for Florida Atlantic was 33 and three, I believe in this regular season. Right. How um, yep. are they a ninth seed like, conference? You know it, it's know, all conference, about it's all about conference. It's conference, all about yeah but, yeah. but ninth seed, you only lost three games all year. Like I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um, s- s- still, still no. G- <laughs> all right. we we do. I do hear you. I don't hear you in clean feed though. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe try to reset if you can hear us.
2: No, we can't
0: hear you
1: now. now it still say connecting and clean feet I'm, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what point Gibbs is making. Uh, Gibbs, I'm him getting something from you. I'm gonna have
0: to restart hey, my. Game. You, no, you good. good? You I'm, good? You you're good, you're, you're, you're good, good, you're you're good? You good? Be, you're, good you God, good? Oh you good? 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 Shout out to North Carolina Wi-Fi. I came with a Campbell's can of soup. Um, hey boy that boy got that Vonage sick. internet. Yeah, oh boy.
2: Somebody <laughs> with
0: that on dial-up. <laughs> hey, listen, my mama told me to get off the phone. Fo- I mean, get off the internet while she's trying to use the phone. But anywho, Chris, what I said was up hating upsets is peak landlord behavior. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Who doesn't want the little guy to win? Who doesn't want... A good upset here and there. Listen,
2: I said it, it, it makes a great storyline, right? But what I'm saying is, if I gotta watch San Diego State play every year in, in
0: as a 13 seed and beat the fourth for a second seed, I'm not. It's not. But Chris, like... Chris, Chris, have you watched college basketball? Like, actually watched the top yeah, teams. Yeah, of yeah, 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 There's no difference. Like, there's the the actual. They, yeah, it's not. Can... It's not. It's not like the NBA. One That's don't what I'm take saying. Game it's... like that all the time. But here's here's what I'm saying. If you watch the top teams to the bottom teams, most of the top teams have like crazy identities that get them there, right? So yeah. for years we saw uh, Bob Hudgens at West Virginia, which was known as Press Virginia. Why? Wow. Because they would just press you the entire game from start to finish. Man, Sixty-four that boy's feet great. suicide, boy. <laughs> boy <boy's laughs> suicide. You look at you look at Virginia and what Tony Bennett has rolling the pack line defense. They are the least sexy team in the universe, bro. That is the worst style of basketball to ever watch. And yet it works. It got them a national mm-hmm. championship. Like, you can't argue with the results. Look at SMU when Larry Brown was there breaking all them rules and whatnot. Larry Brown won the Pistons of championship, though, so we're going to lay you forever, too. Anyway, <laughs> look at SMU when he was there. Ooh, look at them drawing up all those nice mid-range jumpers. Like none of it was exciting in <laughs> this college basketball. These guys run the same sets that they've been running since the '90s with players that are slightly better than the ones they had in the '90s. That's it. That's all. Like it's it's in essence very much so the same game. So you know, there's there's very few teams that are actually exciting to watch. I do think that they may run into a problem if, like, they have too many years straight of no big brands coming into the. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it man. could
2: become a problem. That's what I'm saying. Not now. Yeah, now yeah. It makes a
0: storyline now, but
2: after a while, it's gonna be like, ain't no point in making no brand. Yeah, one year is fun though. One year of it not working out yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's all that's what I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, we on the same page, Okay, you was about that's to agree with me, but we on the same page. All right.
0: Yeah, because because we love a upset. We love a upset. We love to see a final four that is absolute chaos and anarchy, and got everybody crying and throwing up and deleting their. Brackets that we love that we love, and of course, there's always that one person that's gonna lie. Man, I knew FAU was gonna take it all along, bro. I could have told you, bro. FAU was gonna be crazy. Lie my
1: bracket sitting at 67%, but my final four was Arizona, Marquette, Houston, and
0: UCLA. Mm, hate that for you. I don't even do brackets no more, bro. I like. Mine got too cooked too early and I start getting mad and being like, I don't want to do this anymore. If you win, you get a million dollars. So I do it just out of and here's, here's so here's something might happen. Here's the thing, like here's the That's problem. What I do too, bro. Here's the problem with my ego, which is like something I've had to work on through therapy and a lot of effort here. We're gonna get a little personal on uh on um, facts over acts today. I've like had to intentionally do things that I'm bad at so like I can like <laughs> learn that life isn't always about winning and just do things you're bad at sometimes. Like I bowl with two hands, but like I I just started bowling with one hand. I used to bowl with two hands for a while. Just kind of got good at it, like overnight. I used to like hate bowling because I was bad at it. And then like I got Ooh. good at it. And my therapist was like, you're defeating the purpose if you get good at bowling. Like you being bad <laughs> at it was the thing that you were supposed to do. And I'm like, oh. You
1: got to find something else you're bad at,
0: man. I'm not about It's not I'll that many things I'm about to you, man. Hey, I played, uh, I played, um, what's that, pickleball for a minute, bro? Them old yeah. people be working, boy. Man. This this old lady named Miss Gertrude broke me down one time. I've been looking for her ever since. I I've, <laughs> I've been trying to spin the block on her, walking around uh lifetime fitness, just spinning the paddle in my hand, like yeah. Right. Gibbs do
1: something like audio video troubleshooting or something, you know.
0: Oh man, that's wow. wild. That's wild. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that hurts. And you can uh, hurt also too. rap, Gibbs. Make a rap. I mean, you know. I mean, listen is there any <laughs> is there such a thing as a bad rapper? We know that blueface exists. I don't think the Gibbs thing. will snap, man. I, you know, I think I would too. I think I'd be all right at it. I think I'd be all right at it, but I ain't got no rhythm in my body, so. Yeah, I don't got a rhythm either, but rapping ain't really, like, you don't need, like, dancing rhythm. Like, you just need the timing in your head and the words. I ain't got so that. Like, I ain't got listen, that. Listen, that, enough of the therapy session. We're going to get back into the sports now. We're going to get back into the sports. Let <laughs> me get to this in and, and Joker, man. Hold on. We're going we to get to it, but first, we got to talk. How the betting man want to skip the parlays being being uh, messed oh, up? Yeah, yeah. How the betting man? <laughs> Bradley Bill is currently being investigated for assault after he slapped a patron's hat off who screamed at him and I quote F you Bradley bill. You F me out of $1,300 to which he smacked off his hat and said, I don't play the game for you. I don't play the game for your little bets or your parlays. I don't care about that. Fellas. What do y'all think about this? Was Bradley bill wrong? Are the fans taking it too far? Should even control himself? Not wrong at all. Not wrong
1: at all. Uh, The fans been taking it too long, too far for a long time. And Smacking
0: somebody, pause. <laughs> <laughs> it too long is a huge palm <laughs> palm.
1: Huge <palm>. so, <laughs> Smacking smack somebody's hat off is not grounds for assault. I know technically it is, but as a basketball player, I'll be very irritated too because if you look at not only basketball fans in attendance but casual basketball fans and the trend of what it means to watch a basketball for the most part on social media unless you have you know uh, a podcast of us talking about clips or other sports specific podcasts it's all about parlays mm-hmm. the reason that 90 percent of the most casual basketball watchers wouldn't know who pj tucker is if they wasn't trying to place parlays getting some easy money you get a sports podcast. Guess how many times has somebody hit you that you've never heard talk about basketball? Ask you about a parlay. I'm sure it's been more than once. Hey, it's
0: actually a, a kind of weird amount. And like, <laughs> exactly and, and honestly during basketball it's not that bad but during football season it hey, gives, bro you think you think <laughs> goes on, goes for <laughs> i don't know bro i'm not in their huddle i haven't been to their game planning sessions i don't know whether or not he was the, the the main focus of the game i don't
1: know somebody seen i posted my uh podcast on my ig story and they replied to it and said it was a young lady. Um, never had a conversation with her before. Had, had no idea she had any interest in sports. She said, "Should I do Chris Paul plus eight rebounds?" I said, "You know what I said? Yeah, go ahead." Wow. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> go ahead and do that. The duty man giveth and the duty man takes away. <laughs> this guy. Dude. This guy. Yes. What is wrong with bro? He said plus eight rebounds. Go ahead. And you know her bet was cooked. You know he didn't get them eight rebounds. Mm-hmm. You no, know Good, because Good, just,
1: just watch the game for the sake of watching the game, man.
0: <laughs> Crit, I mean, listen, Chris, the betters don't actually watch the game most of the time, right? Like, that's what you know uh, the, uh,
2: 100% they don't. But see, this is the thing, though. This is the thing, bro. Y'all know I, I, I don't gamble to the point where it's like I, I gamble when I, when I know I'm about to be in the house all day. And I know i am mm-hmm. watching all the game. Like Christmas Day, I'm always going to throw about three parlays in for Christmas Day. Because I know right. all day Christmas Day, I'm going to be at my mom's house watching basketball all day. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair so, enough. So that is my point, though. My point is, how is a little bitty $25 that could have been $1,300? These are like scratch-offs, right? When you make a parlay that big... Where you can get
0: a payout off of a little bit of money. I don't, I don't that think that much? was a $25 bet. I don't think he was kirking on him over a $25 bet. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no,
2: no. no. I if, could it's, be wrong. If,
0: it, if it pay out
2: 1300 it's the same game parlay. That means he probably did like 11 lines on it and it was probably a high odds. That's what it was. It's probably a high odds bet. It wasn't no, it wasn't no. Big parlay, cause big parlay. You put a lot of money on a big parlay. It's gonna pay more than thirteen hundred dollars.
0: You, you screaming you at somebody over twenty five. That's goodness. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The what? point of betting is to it, like
2: have a, a a a passion when you watch the game. Like if I put a parlay in and I watch the game. I'm sweating now. AD, you bet not get injured in the third quarter. You got 21. I need you to get 25. You bet not get injured. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, it's like, I hate AD if he did do it. But in the day, I ain't got to go say that to AD. I'd be in my house saying that, bro. Because $25 is not going to make or break me. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like the little bit of money you lose, these are like scratch-off tickets. They're designed to make you lose. Why you think Vegas is an actual city that makes money off gambling gambling is designed to make and ain't you just lose. the processor
0: fees that it's ain't not, the only
2: place it, they're getting the money from exactly it's designed to make you lose so why are you gonna go mess up bradley bill day because he didn't make your parlay and then you gonna get mad press charges on him because he said something to you about it
0: let me tell you for the old facts over ax listeners y'all have already heard this story but i'm gonna tell you all about the day that Kenton Gibbs retired from betting for crap. Hey, listen, I, because bro, bro, it was supposed to hit. It was supposed to hit. I had Pasco Siakam and uh, Jason Joel Tatum and, and Jason with, Tatum. with more points <laughs> with more points than Joel and B. And there was something else on there. And everything it was like one or two more legs on it. Everything hit and and. I'm watching the I'm watching the 76ers game, and it's the first quarter, and Joel Embiid is going off. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm like, oh boy, like this ain't gonna go well for me. He gets hurt, goes in the locker room in the middle of the first. I'm like, whew. That's all right. We're good to go, boys. We're good. <laughs> We're gonna cash out this couple hundred, and then I'm I might throw a little something back in there. Bro, when I tell you in that third quarter, Like, it was like wrestling or something. I could just hear Stone Cold Steve Austin song. (laughs) I could just hear it talking about Joel Embiid is back in the game. What a gutsy. You know Embiid, a big wrestler fan. He probably gave you the DX shots when he he came back. (laughs) When I tell you I watched him give them bucket after bucket after. And it was a point, (laughs) rebound, and assist thing. Bro, when he just kept giving them more buckets, I'm like, all right, we right, gonna be all right. He's not even on the boards like that, we good. Then he had like one possession where he got three offensive rebounds and one. I was like, bro, <laughs> I'm
1: cooked.
2: I'm
0: cooked. I'm-
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so we and hear I- about the worst. What's the best parlay y'all ever hit?
2: Oh, oh, I, I give free money out on this podcast all the time. In 2020, right, I told everybody on Facts Over Acts, AD is going to go to the Lakers. No, 20, 2019, I told everybody, AD is going to go to the Lakers. The Lakers are going to win a championship either this year or next year. It was plus 5,000 odds. Plus 5,000 odds if you bet on before AD got to the Lakers. The day AD got traded to the Lakers, the Lakers odds went from plus 5,000, which plus 5,000 means you put $100 and you get $5,000 back for the listeners. Yep. If the day that AD went to the Lakers, the odds went to plus 500, which means you only get $500 back. And I bet that before AD went to the Lakers, I knew he was. It's like LeBron there. He going to give AD to the Lakers. The Lakers won the championship in 2020. 5K. 5K. 5K off of one bet. Seasons long bet. That wasn't a parlay, mm-hmm. but that's a season long bet. Now, the best parlay I ever hit. So, it was uh, Christmas Day 2021, I believe. I was on Bovada because it wasn't legal in Florida. Like, betting apps was legal in Florida. Mm-hmm. I had every favorite to win by the spread, Right. Except the last game, the Nuggets was the last game. I'm like, some tell me the 10 o'clock game on Christmas Day, it's just going to be some mess. So I took the underdogs in that game and $5 paid out. I think it was $860, right? Off of $5. So it was a good hit. It was a real good hit. (laughs) But I say this to say, say this to say, these are also lottery tickets. Like five dollars doesn't give you eight hundred dollars in no other situation unless it's a lottery type of thing.
0: Yep. the the best parlay I hit ever wasn't even for me. I, I remember I did again when I tell y'all like I'm very I have a very addictive personality and so like when I'm right. done with something I'm really done. with yep. it. Like I'm like same. Right, I'm it's cooked. So, um, my shorty at the time asked me about which bowl games to pick and like who was going to win. It was like a random Saturday in late December where it was like a bunch of bowl games. I'm sorry. These are all, these are going to be the winners. And then she was like, um, what else can I add to this to like make some more money? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess do the 25, 15, 10 thing. Y'all know what that is, right? You Hmm. bet. Uh, the leading score is going to get 25, second lead 15. And this for both teams, by the way. So it's, it's you know, all in one game and, and whatnot. Dog, she bet 20 on that. And, like, it was like all of the bowl games were right. And they that 25, 15, 10 hit. And, like, the payout was, like, crazy. Like, that was, like, rent for the month type payout. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to get back into sports. And then I thought about it. And then I thought about it, and I was like, this is how they get you, kid. You yep. win that one time and then you give up all your money over I, like trying to chase that one dragon again. Yeah. No, we will yeah. not do that. And, and, th- and this is
2: why they allow you to advertise your parlay slip on all social media. Y'all notice that? That's free. Ad- I don't post none of my slips because that's free advertisement for the betting apps. You know, that, that's literally free advertisement
0: for them. Now listen, yeah, I ain't my, betting bro. no, I ain't <laughs> betting on Nathan. I ain't betting on Nathan <laughs> no more. They Just, they got my little $20, that's it.
1: Just real quick, my my best parlay. Um, I put five down and it was the free five they give you when somebody referred you. Actually, I think one of y'all referred me. Mm-hmm. It was that um it was the first play in. You remember the Lakers Warriors? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna get into sports betting. I've never been a betting person. I got an addictive personality as well. So like I'm gonna just use this five and get up out of here regardless of what happened. I was just on there clicking stuff. You remember that's when Steph was and now Steph was playing, but Clay was hurt, Draymond was hurt, um somebody else was hurt. I put Wiggins plus eight rebounds, Steph plus eight rebounds, LeBron plus eight rebounds, LeBron plus ten assists, Steph over 40 and for the Warriors to cover the spread $5 gave me 700 I said I'm out of here that's the last parlay I'm ever doing it was My the first boy. and the
0: last I ever put My in boy. I love that I love that for you again it's smart folks get out in time at oh and also I told
1: everybody on the facts over X spot Jamar Chase was going to win rookie of the
0: year you know but it's I mean, free money at- man We've had a ton of really good predictions on this mm-hmm. show. Like, we've had a ton of them to, from the start. Of this, but, you know, I mean, it's, again. G- G- Chris none told of y'all, us, yo, Kitchen VPs, two straight years. Y'all ain't listened to them. None of none of us is going to be on the sideline yelling, why the F-Batoon ain't? like <laughs> 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 That's not us. That's not us. We are not those people that's gonna be yelling about. I a mean,
1: seriously though, no, if it's fourth quarter, I'm not trying to see in Neither. <laughs> 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 I
2: it depends, bro. Because think, think about it. Think about it. It depends for me. Hey, I know it's silly, bar, but it depends. Because P.J. Tucker on the float in the fourth quarter is <laughs> equivalent to Batum to me. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know.
1: But I, PJ PJ right. that, I think P.J. Tucker... Batum and P.J. Tucker kind of cancel each other out.
0: Right. I think they're close, but Batum, he don't give you the same defense. It's just because his name Batum, yeah. and he ain't got all the Jordan bro,
2: like P.J., bro. That's what listen, he saying. Listen,
0: love, I love Nick Batum. I was like a Nick Batum stand when he was with... Bro, fun fun fact about me: When I was playing my my player, I, I can't remember what two K it was. I made a shooting guard, and our the lineup was Dame, me, Batum, and uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, and we won like six straight championships. And Batum like was the, a problem. He became like the greatest three and D player of all time. Like literally, <laughs> like if it wasn't me or Dame, it was Batum in the corner right there. But I, I I'm sorry, like. And he fell off so hard. Like, his fall was, like, not a gradual, like, oh, he's getting worse over time. It was like he was good in Portland, and then he was good for, like, one or two years after Portland, and he fell off a clip. But, you know, I digress. Yeah. I digress. Long story short, we're not going to be yelling on the side. Because, again, we saw the malice at the Palace in real time. We saw what happens if those professional athletes get mad <laughs> and things go wrong. You understand? We, we, don't, we don't play those games. We don't, you know just like the guy that was yelling at um, Isaiah Thomas and called him all those names and said, I just want a frosty. Like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Isaiah, <laughs> at Thomas, all. Isaiah Thomas might not be the one to hit you. It might be somebody else. <laughs> you know? and, and and while we look at NBA players, like, Oh, they're tall, lanky and skinny. Those are still professional athletes, brother. <laughs> they got some coordination and and all that. It's most of y'all don't. So that's just the, the truth on that. Now, fellas, While we talk about basketball and and bets and whatnot, and, you know, some guys who probably have helped many a parlay have gotten into the Hall of Fame. This NBA Hall of Fame class includes um, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and Greg Popovich. What do y'all think about this class? Um, solid
1: class. Every person in there is super diver- uh, deserving. I mean, you have all time great players, timeless players with the exception of probably Tony Parker. I don't think history is going to be too kind of Tony Parker. Um, just cause you know, one basketball revision is like, yo, he was part of a system. He wouldn't ball anywhere else, which could possibly be true. And then also just, you know, recent podcast memory and and a lot of players speaking out about Tony Parker. he wasn't the kindest teammate to have. So, but every person there is, is deserving. Um, and I know they usually do like an international ambassador one, two, but I don't think they did that this year. But I think it's an elite class.
0: Is Tony Parker not an international ambassador type dude?
1: I mean, I thought he would have got in on his basketball merit. He is a what five-time champion, one-time finals MVP. I don't know how many all-star games you got in there, but I think that's enough of a resume to get in.
0: I mean, I, I guess I... Chris, do you? Am, am I the only one here that's looking at Tony Parker resume fourteen, like it fourteen. looked funny
2: in the light? I'm looking, up, I'm looking it up too. Like
0: it looked funny in the light to me. Uh, <laughs>
2: that's
1: that's that's why the, that's why the show called Facts Over Acts, because some stuff if you Google it, it's funny in the light. But if you was there, but we were there, and
2: I'm not sure. Like respectfully, I mean, Tony Parker was I mean, stupid.
0: Respectfully, yeah. Tony Parker did his thing, and he came down the stretch a lot of times. I'm not disagreeing. Over. I'm not disagreeing to whether or not he did his thing, but like to me, it's not fair to put a guy in because his team won championships. Like, what? Like, that's not, I mean, I, I, guess. when you were the starting point guard on those championship
1: teams, though, it, it mattered and putting up the production and getting the finals MVP. A finals MVP. Yeah, getting, getting the finals MVP. Your
0: team's won four and you got one. He was on a team with Timmy. You was the best player one time. And Timmy didn't even win all the finals MVPs. Didn't uh, Kawhi win one? Yeah, Kawhi got one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. I I know that the NBA Hall of Fame is like the Hall of Very Good and the Hall of Fame. Because, like, we all know if, if there was a Tony Parker equivalent for the NFL, he wouldn't be getting it. Like, I think we could agree to that.
1: I'm trying to think of who, and, the, who that equivalent would be.
0: And, but having four championships
1: kind of crazy.
0: And and baseball, you're definitely not getting in, brother. Oh, baseball, Without. you got to be batting 400 to get in there. <laughs> you got you got to be 400 and you got to be like, you got to be like, man, if you are likable, you're cooked. And Tony Parker, that boy would have been well done. Uh, the seared pan seared, throw the little uh bacon bits on top of them with the chives and the, the sour cream. That man would have been done, overdone, if it was the 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 baseball hall of fame. But you know, I I don't know. I don't know, because again, I watched him, and it's not just like a oh, I'm a Pistons fan. I hate Tony Parker thing. It's literally like I watched him and I'm like, he's good. Like he's he's really good, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me, maybe it's just me, but I'll I'll, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. If Steve Francis is the point guard instead of him, how many more of those championships do you think they don't have that they do now?
2: Mm. I would say at least two. At least two. Because Tony Parker against the Heat in 2014 was a big factor of why they won. Yeah. He he orchestrated that. One of the best offenses ever we ever seen. Um, And then I would say... The one in 07, they still win against Bron,
1: but Tony Parker. You, I, I say they two less. They lose the one against the Pistons because that was a game seven. And I just don't think Steve Francis has the composure uh, in the late game decision making in order to in order to pull yeah, off that yeah. championship. Down, down the stretch, Tony was the glue. But you cannot make this up. Um, five guys, I appreciate you for being in the chat. But where did this Jamal Crawford revisionist history come from? Oh my God. Are we doing this again? Where did it come again, from?
0: Bro? Are we doing this again? Are we doing bro, I swear to God. Bro. Jamal Crawford God. is God. not as good
1: as y'all making it out to be. I don't it's know how long Hoops you've been mixtape. watching. Hoops. It's a Hoops mixtape. If you it's go on YouTube mixtape. and type in Jamal Crawford, It's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Bro, Jamal but again, was not like that. Again, like, again. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. And, and, and for the listeners, I know that y'all are all sitting up here like, why are they so mad about this? We have been discussing this all week. Like, literally, it started on my TikTok when I was telling somebody that bag doesn't matter as much as production. And they were like, bag equals production. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Bron doesn't have a deep bag. He still produces. Giannis, no bag. He produces. Andre Miller, no bag. He produces. You've got a ton of players that they're bad. Honestly, I'm gonna say this. I for mean all, for, all we the about Duncan. Do, for all that for all that Jokic can do with his passing and whatnot, that man has no bag. I do have a bag that don't produce Kyrie Irving (laughs) Jason Williams bag without production Jamal Crawford bag without production like what are we doing
1: here he's by far better than Tony Parker is by far better than Jamal Crawford Tony Parker is a four time NBA champion and an NBA MVP and there's only been one man in the history of the NBA to not play center and lead the league in points in the paint in a season and that was Tony Parker Listen. Jamal Crawford had a cool behind the back move. He didn't even
2: start. <laughs>
0: he Jam- won Jamal that Crawford? six man of the year. They won't let us live it down, bro. He won a six man of the year, and he was competing with Lou Will. You know what's crazy? Lou Will got more six man of the year than him. With that's Lou back. what I'm bringing up with Lou. Lou. <laughs> he was competing with Lou Will.
1: Okay, do you want me to read off Jamal Crawford's career accolades? <laughs> uh, Three times six man of the year. Uh
0: huh. That's it? Yeah, you get to continue the show. (laughs) Wow. Wow! What that wasn't dead space on purpose, people. Long story short, <laughs> we're, we're trying to tell you. We're trying to tell you Jamal Crawford ain't him. And I, here I was priming up to slander Tony Parker because I really wanted to slander Tony Parker. I do not like that guy. I don't like. I think he is wildly overrated. And I don't. It's not that I don't like him as a person because I don't know too much about him as a person. Although I have heard a bunch of terrible things, I don't really. You know, whatever. I, I don't know who you are as a man, really. But Jesus, please, stop bringing up Jamal Crawford.
2: Please, please. Like, why is that they go-to every time you compare somebody, bro? Like,
0: why is Jamal Crawford, like, the go-to? Like, what the My my question is this. My question is this about Jamal. Like, all right. Like, not even joking. Not even joking here. I understand the the mixtape era and all that and all of, like, the behind the back, through the legs, like, the crazy, you know, the creativity of the finishes is important. But did we forget that there was like an actual, I don't know, 20 other possessions that involved him during a game besides that one that we would get that was like, the man was a turnover machine. Like, yes, those moves were crazy, but they also did not work a lot. Like they, sometimes you do the behind the back and it would just go into the third row because he lost control. And that's just, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And, and again, and,
2: and he didn't show up for the
0: Hawks when they needed him most. And you know the you know the worst part. You know the worst part about this. I actually like Jamal Crawford. I think I, I do his, too. His three point shooting severely underrated because all people remember is the bag. I believe he's one of the top fifteen or ten all time in three pointers made, and everybody forgets that because why? Tween tween behind the back. On, on the on the next podcast, do we need to do
1: a top ten all time back?
0: Josh, I swear to god I will punch my t- I will punch my computer. I will I will act like a Cowboys fan at the end of every year as if they don't know it's coming. Every single year I will do it, Josh. We are not doing a top 10 all back. We are not doing it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, it's it's uh yeah, I I think that this is a very solid solid class, but again, I'm not out on Any other sport, I don't think he makes the Hall.
1: I just don't. I I, just—I'm sorry. But basketball is—the Hall of Fame is very generous, so.
2: Yeah, it's generous. That's why I it the Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, because it's not the NBA Hall of
0: Fame. I'll tell you what, boy. they uh, guyton probably going to be on the ballot next year. He ain't going to get in, but they're going to be very efficient— very efficient in the rack. Seventeen rebounds a game in the rack. Yeah. We're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We could we could consider putting them in. The only know, matter time for they start putting content creators in the Chris Move going oh, in the uh, basketball oh, hall of fame. So. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? Can can I say something real quick? Chris Move actually has a like he belongs. Like, I, I, and I know people are going to hate me for saying that, but if you really think about what he did to push the game forward via gaming, via kids who were never athletic enough, always picked last, hated playing basketball, and then all of a sudden they were like, wait a minute, like, really? I can do this and be good at it? I think Chris Move
1: inspired more kids to uh, go into basketball than Tony Parker.
0: Absolutely. I don't <laughs> think that's close. I don't think that's close. I... I Oh god, here we go. No, the the he's baguette he's... kids over there no. in France. They, they <laughs> <must> <laughs> in
2: France, heard. maybe not, but US, definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: The man wasn't even born in France. He was born in Belgium. That's that's a fun fact about Tony Parker. Born in Belgium. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. I'm joking. I'm joking. Tony I mean, if he inspired that many French people to hoop, then
1: maybe he shouldn't be in because we gotta watch Killian Hayes ball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey! Hey! Funny! Funny TikTok just came out about Killian Hayes, and I'm a, I'm a, we gonna let y'all go after this. But a hilarious TikTok just came out. This young lady said. Hey. I refuse to clear up any rumor about me unless you said that my guac guac, y'all know what that means because you're adults, are trash. Mm -hmm. A young man stitched it and said, your guac guac is terrible, despicable. I heard you're the Killian Hayes of guac guac. (laughs) (laughs) She's got to clear those rumors up immediately, immediately. (laughs) But anywho, I know y'all tired of us talking about Killian Hayes and French Hoopers. Actually, Rudy Gobert, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tony, you gonna pay for them crimes? Get them out of here. You gonna pay (laughs) for your your (laughs) sins? You gonna pay for them sins, brother? Wait, hey Nick Patoo, first. Hey yo. (laughs) <laughs> we don't got time to talk about French basketball players and the Hall of Fame and Lamar need to trade but come on back next week and a week after that and a week after that peace and love y'all
1: floor seats crypto I got my tool in fourth quarter yelling why the f- tune in